Blog Talk Radio. Oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> okay. All right. brand name. Like Pepsi, that's a brand name. I stand behind it. I guarantee it. They know that even if they don't know me any more than they know the, the, the chairman of General Mills. What I'm talking about is when you chop my dope down, one, two, three, four, five percent, and then you call it Blue Magic, that is trademark infringement. You understand what I'm saying? I'm here. It's your girl, D. Scott, and today is Tell the Truth Tuesday, June 21st, 2016. And I had to start saying the date in some of my um, shows because what would happen is I would look at the show because it used to be, it was always, you know, staying in with D. Scott, but I used to open it up with who the fuck, D-A-F-U-Q, is D. Scott. So now when I have to go back and I have to edit, I don't remember who was on what show or, you know, what did what and whoop-de-woo. So today's uh, Tell the Truth Tuesday is actually a little bit different than last week's Tell the Truth Tuesday. So I saw a meme going around today, and there was a gentleman that um, that used to follow me on Instagram, uh, and he, you know, I unfollowed him because he was inconsistent. Um, but he's he's a he's a music producer. Um, he lives in Toronto. Does does really good work. Um, has worked with you know everybody from Diddy all the way down. And one, you know, of course, men are no different than women on Instagram and on different social media profiles. And you know, they're schizophrenic. You know, one week you're in love, the next week this happens. So, actually, the young lady that was killed after um, the OVO Drake OVO concert last year at uh, club music in Toronto. He was actually seeing her at the time, so there was a huge. That was right around the time I stopped following him. It was around last year that time. So he pops back up on my social media, and I went on his page and looked, and he had posted a meme saying, um, you know, it, it was a meme that was actually done by Gucci Man, and so basically, the meme says. Um, and it's it's a photo of Gucci Man and Keisha K. Or, and it says, when you go to prison and you give your girl two million and she bring you back six million, all off her grind. Keisha K. Or, you are everything a man can dream of. One hundred new guap bit. First day out, Gucci. His Snapchat name and this, that, and the third. Now, the particular gentleman that I'm talking about was like, where's the girls like this? Not the tired ones who need help on the weekly. I mean, my real grinders. And so. That always offends me because, first of all, let's keep the G. Um, and if you're not familiar with who Keisha K. Or is, she actually was grinding before, you know, Gucci Mane went to jail. She actually used to be called Keisha Dior and actually had to change her name because I want to say, like, the house of Dior like was like, bitch, you can't use that name. So she changed her name to um, Keisha K. Or. Um, she came out with a cosmetic line of lip glosses. They're the ones that are, like, blue 
you know, long before uh, Kylie Jenner did it, Keisha K.R. came out with, like, these blue lips, white lips, nail polish to match. She also had a Keisha K.R. fitness line, which was those waist trainers. So we're talking about she was on the cusp of this right in the beginning. Now, there were shipping incidents and there were shipping issues, you know, so it was taking her a minute to get stuff off the ground. But if my man left me $2 million, I mean, I would be able to start a cosmetic cosmetic line as well. Well, she didn't just do that. Keisha Kaor also was doing um, appearances at nightclubs. I mean, she's a, she's a gorgeous girl, beautiful shape, and um, she was doing a lot of, like, you would see her in New Orleans, and she'd be in Atlanta hosting parties, which technically, they those those parties, for somebody like her, anywhere from 5000 to $10,000 just to get her to show up, because you're talking like during major events and things like that. So she traveled all over the, you know, all over the country doing that shit. Gucci been in jail since 2013. We ain't never seen Keisha Kaur, we ain't never seen or heard of Keisha Kaur messing with somebody, nothing like that. And let's just keep it all the way G. That motherfucker looked like a zombie, like, like, you know what I'm saying? And even, he was even worse when he went into jail. When he went into jail, he looked like he was like eight months pregnant. Okay. And he was not cute. So, I mean, applause for her for that, because I can't, I have to look at you. Like he looks like a fucking monster. I mean, he, he, he raps just fine. I mean, he got all that, that shit that we like to vibe to in the car, but you know, I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm not doing a bit with you because you violated probation because you had guns again, stupid motherfucker. So, she she rides with him, you know, and he was in an Indiana jail since 2013. He got out like four months early. So he was in there a total of, uh, I think, something like almost three years, give or take. So, you know, during that three years, she took that $2 million and turned it into $6 million. So, I mean, she had amazing growth. Now, I don't know. You know, if that's true that he really gave her $2 million, but I'm sure that she had access to it, which you have to look at the situation and say, that's trust. For a man to go to jail and give his girl $2 million, like, y'all were already bonding, and let's keep it all the way G. He was holding her down, her down before he even went to prison. Like, everybody knew that was his girlfriend. Everybody, like, you ain't hearing no stories about no shit. He was mad respectful, and he better be because he's not cute. You understand what I'm saying? So it's like everybody wants to get to the end point where it's like, yeah, I gave my girl $2 million and she brought back $6 million in a three-year period, meaning she was profiting $2 million each year. But the problem is is that he had trust in his relationship to be able to do that. I know dudes that was listen, I know somebody right now that's in prison that his woman, his wife, ain't got access to his money. Them motherfuckers had to move out of their apartment into something else. You understand what I'm saying? Because he just did not want his wife to have access to what little bit of money or any money that he had. That's how fucking shady dudes is, right? So the fact that he even gave her access to that level of money and she took that and said, babe, you know, since you're not rapping and he wasn't, you know, rapping from prison or no shit like that, you know what I'm saying? Which I don't know what the law is on that because I'm sure he, matter of fact, when he came out, he released like three motherfucking songs. Literally, like the day he came out, he released like three songs. He was in the studio ASAP. Like he went from the prison, I'm sure, to a hotel to the to the fucking the studio. So then there was footage of them in this beautiful house and so on and so forth. It takes a boss ass woman to be able to keep all that up, keep her name out the street, keep her name out of motherfuckers' mouth, all type of shit. But that's how she's built. Y'all motherfuckers be wanting to 
have these kind of relationships with bras that are gutter trash, river rats, fucking chicken McNugget aluminum foil ass bras, and then you want to call it platinum. Y'all be trying to make these bras love you, make these bras respect you, make these bras see something in you that isn't fucking there. Y'all will sit up there, and I see you men do it all the time. Y'all live in the fucking wish a bitch was. Yeah, you know, soon as I get put on, soon as this happened, soon as that happened, what the fuck about now? Like, what are we eating now? You understand what I'm saying? Like, what are we eating now? What are you doing now? Ain't nobody got time to be sitting up here listening to a 45-year-old rapper. Nobody has time for that. You understand what I'm saying? And I'm not, again, I'm not shitting on nobody's dreams, not not by any means. But you had to have had a boss-ass woman in the first fucking place, okay? Because no woman was going to take $2 million Okay, and flip it to her. And not only that, he allowed her to do that. Y'all motherfuckers ain't even giving broads money for their water bill. What are you What are you talking about? And then you want a Keisha Kaora, but you're not Gucci man. So I don't I don't understand. That's why this show is called Everything Is Not Gucci. You're not that dude. You're not that dude that was gonna put your trust. And I think that trust is the biggest issue with what's going on in relationships right now. Nobody fucking trusts anybody. You think if if something happened to me, I'm gonna trust somebody with a certain level of my money? Hell no. Nah. You understand what I'm saying? I'll let my son spend that shit in the fucking candy store before I give it to a dude. Mm mm. Mm mm. So. For me, I think the biggest issue is that he trusted her. That's the biggest thing. Forget the fucking money. He trusted her to say that she's going to wait on me for three years. She's going to do right with this money. You know what I mean? And I know that no matter what she does, you know what I'm saying, she's not going to be out disrespecting me. We have never heard Keisha K. or have a fucking situation. She ain't been in no, I mean, she's been out fucking grinding. So you figure if she was making twenty, thirty thousand a month just off doing little appearances once a week, Austin, Texas, here, there and everywhere in between, let's just say she was getting five thousand dollars a month or five thousand dollars per appearance, she's doing an appearance once a week. And when I say this motherfucker was on tour, I'm dead ass. She had a fucking tour. So let's just say she getting twenty grand off that, plus they paying for all her, you know, accommodations, whatever, whatever. And she's getting free clothes because people are like, here, wear this, wear that, wear this, okay? So she gave twenty thousand, twenty thousand a month just from that. Now her K or cosmetics? Oh, they ain't cheap. No, 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 no. She went top of the line. She has a top of the line product. Now her waist trainers. She was the motherfucker that started that shit, and it was like, oh, she took a risk. I don't give a fuck what that motherfucker did. That motherfucker was one of the first people I seen selling waist trainers, and they got her name on them. Okay, she was a boss-ass woman before the motherfucker went to jail. These are, I like, she didn't just, when he went to jail, decide, you know what, I'm going to make some lipstick. No, these were things that you have to sit down with, you know, with with people that know how to make the product, that know how to to, to uh, market it, and that know how to um, bottle it and, and packaging and all that other shit. That's some boss-ass shit. That is not nothing that a chick from fucking North Avenue is going to be able to come up with while you're retarded behind is in jail and you was treating her like shit because see what happens is y'all motherfuckers want to go to jail thinking that you treated your woman like shit the whole time now all of a sudden you go to prison and you think that she's supposed to hold it down no 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 you were supposed to be holding it down for her before you went the fuck to jail so that she has a reason to be thankful and say you know what i'm gonna hold him down no matter what Mistakes happen, people do fucked up shit, but I'm not willing to invest time in somebody or money that did not invest time or money into me. So that fast forward me. I go uh, yesterday, I on a little lunch date 
went over to Canada real quick. It was the first time the, the, the cat had been to Canada in like 16 years or whatever. And you could tell he was, you know, just like, let's just drive around. He reminds me so much of, of innocence and youth because there's so much that he hasn't seen or experienced, but in his fucking mind, he's he's done the most. And in my mind, I'm just like, hey, this kid has no idea. So I took him to one of my spots. It's actually turned into, um, they call it the Milestone Restaurant now, which they have another location in uh, downtown Toronto right off the Eaton Center. So it, it overlooks, you know, the Eaton Center and that, that downtown block. Well, this particular one actually overlooks the actual Niagara Falls. And so, you know, we enjoyed ourselves. We had a good time. And then you know, I always find myself not being able to speak business with this, with this, you know, with this cat because he he knows what he knows in his area, but he's not smart enough to pay attention to what somebody else might know. You know what I'm saying? Or somebody trying to add to him or say these are things that you may not want to do. He's he's a, a fly by night. You know, he comes up with all these great ideas. I say you need to focus, especially since you're bleeding money. I know I know what it looks like when a motherfucker's bleeding money. You understand what I'm saying? It doesn't mean he doesn't have money. No, no, no. It means that he's putting out money too many fucking places, and he needs to curtail that in and focus on, okay, what is it, you know, it's it's okay to have, you know, four or five different fucking hustles. The, the, the waist trainer is something that's very different from fucking, you know, nail polish and lip gloss, but she was like, shit, yeah, I want to, you know, you have to capitalize on the things that people see. So people see her body like, oh, my God, how'd you get your waist like that? She's like, oh, this thing right here, it ain't nothing but a neoprene thing with Velcro on it, but it's got her fucking name on it. So I have to give her credit for that. So when you're sitting there having a conversation with a fellow boss, you know, because he's a boss in what he does, right? He doesn't understand that there's certain things that you don't know about that I could teach you, but because I don't know if it's because I'm a female or whatever, like he doesn't take me seriously. And I'm just like, do you think that I've been out here on this earth handling business, whether in the real estate, you know, when I went into it, that, that was a totally new profession for me when I went into it, you know, 13 years ago when I, you know, first moved to Florida, found out I was pregnant with my son, with our son. And, um, you know, that was something new for me. So I always have kept up with that. So I still have, you know, my real estate connections and I still have, you know, things that I do based on real estate, because I know that especially in this area in Niagara Falls, things are, you know, property values are changing. Certain things that I see architecturally that other people may not like, I like. So I try to explain certain things to him and he rejects this idea. And I'm just like, you can't continue to, I'm into long-term investments. You can't continue to just say, I'm going to take $5,000 and throw it into this. And I'm not going to, you know what I'm saying? And then I'm going to take $5,000 and throw it into that and hope that I can flip it and make 10 in a month. That's not how these businesses work. You know, I know people that own car dealerships and they own the paper for those cars, but that doesn't mean that someone's going to come and buy a car that's over 20 something years old. You understand what I'm saying? So he, he needs to go back to where he first was making money, and that was off the dry goods that he was selling and, the you know, the things that he was selling in his store. So even without a store, you understand what I'm saying? Even without a store, he could still be doing stuff online and getting those distribution deals and those marketing deals and those merchandising deals. See, the difference between him and me is he has a lot more capital that he can play with than I do. I have to still be mommy. I have to still make sure that renovations get done and private school gets paid for and all these other things. I'm not saying that he doesn't have that responsibility, but let's just keep it G. I'm a female, right? So I've been bearing the responsibility of this between me and my family. So, uh, of course, he has a family, but you're a man. 
You understand what I'm saying? So, and you have more hours in the day than I do because, well, to do what you do, because you've been doing what you've been doing for 10 years. I can't just go and quit my job and stop writing books and stop doing this show and stop writing for TripAdvisor and stop, you know, doing all these things that make me money and just decide, you know what, it's just going to be zero fucks all day. I can't do that. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like, you know, when you're sitting at a table and you're and you're talking to someone that is like-minded, you know, there should be a certain level of trust there because if we don't trust each other, then we shouldn't trust each other with our bodies. We shouldn't trust each other with our secrets. We shouldn't trust each other with anything. And I think that that is what that meme means to me is the fact that he trusted this woman enough and adored her before he went into prison. I'm sure he acted a little bit of a fuck-ass fool prior. You understand what I'm saying? But in the end, he'd rather get that money to his girl than to let his homeboys pillage it off. Because y'all motherfuckers know y'all are not good at money management at times. So she took that money and said, well, here's a way that we can flip it. And it took her three years to do that. So you have to give yourself on any investment or any new business. Technically, you're supposed to give yourself five years to see profit. You understand what I'm saying? So, you know, to sit there and to think that this particular gentleman had posted about this saying, you know, where are all the women at that's like this? Well, where's all the men that got $2 million stacked, which only 100000 per bank is FDIC insured, so he probably had mattress under the bed money. So where's all the men that would give a double trust a woman with the $2 million to flip it? You don't, because y'all keep messing with a bunch of fucking birds. That's why. You know what a bird would do with $2 million fucking dollars? She'd be completely plastic surgeryed out. She would go buy probably like four or five cars and be fucking with the next dude. Probably because you cheated on her several times when y'all was in a fucking relationship. So y'all want these good boss-ass women. You got to be that good boss-ass man. Because if you're not, trust me, the next man will be. And, you know, Keisha gets extra points. I'm sorry because she's gorgeous and that motherfucker looks terrible. You know, but I'm sure he loves her to death, but she did what she was supposed to do. Not one hiccup, not one issue. And I know that when she first started, like I said, based on shipment times, because I run a business too, which one of my biggest things with running, you know, Zero Fucks, which if you guys aren't on my website, is www.stayinyourlane123.com. What a lot of people don't know is that if you can't keep your shipment time, you know, under seven days, you know, especially seven business days, you're going to lose business. People, when they see stuff on the Internet, they want it right now, right now, right now. You know what I mean? And so a lot of her stuff, it was like, oh, pre-order this. Whenever you see people that are saying pre-order, that means that they're trying to get the capital together to make sure that there's enough, A, interest, and to make sure that, B, they have enough, you know what I'm saying, money. So when you pre-order something, you might not get your, your item for another 30 to 60 days. That means that you ordered something, you bought something 30 days in advance, right? You paid for it 30 days in advance, and now they don't have to dip into their own money. I don't do pre-sales. I do supply and demand. And so the gentleman that I'm talking about that I was sitting across from the table, he's a guy that likes to have inventory. You know, he like, he'll go and buy, you know, 3,000 shirts and things like that. And it's not necessary because then in the end you end up having to sell all that shit off. Now, I was very impressed with the fact that he knew tax-wise, he files his taxes every year, and he knows what he has to do to write this off or to write that off. But I just feel like sometimes we, and not even just to be a couple, you know, just sometimes we in interpersonal relationships, because that's my issue between black men and black women, in interpersonal relationships, we don't trust each other enough to show each other anything different than the bullshit that we see on TV. We don't trust each other enough to say, listen, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to invest in this building, 
and I want you to come in and tell me what you think. Because I always, you know, appreciate somebody's opinion that has done something that I have not done. You know, so in, you know, respect to him is that he's never going to get a Keisha Kaor. The guy on the Internet's never going to get a Keisha Kaor because you don't trust anybody. The one on the Internet that I'm speaking of, all you want to do is post pictures of your beautiful penthouse and all this other stuff. And the, the only thing I think of when I look at that shit is like, where did you get this fucking furniture from? That bed looked like it came from fucking big lots. And that's how you know that you don't have nobody that give a fuck about you. You know, when I see dudes that are consistently eating out every single fucking day, I'm like, whoever you deal with, I, I don't give a fuck if you're rich or not. Whoever the fuck you deal with don't give a fuck about you enough to make you a breakfast sandwich. They don't, they don't care enough about you to, you know, pack you a little lunch, even if you're just going to be in a car all day, or make you a little plate and some aluminum foil so you don't have to spend up money. That's vacation money. You know, but again, I've been married before and had, you know, shared income, whatever, whatever. So that was one of the things that, you know, when I got divorced, I said I felt like my ex-husband was not a hustler. Like, not in that way, but just in the way that, like, you would see a star before you, before you would be like, you know what, I think it's time for me to, you know, get a higher paying job or for me to do something else. You would wait until every penny was gone. And to me, when you have children and when you're an adult, you can't do that. And you have people that are, that are depending on you, you can't do that. So, you know, shout out to all the guys that feel they deserve a Keisha Kayor, but they don't even have trust in a relationship with a woman. And another thing, y'all motherfuckers be spreading yourselves thin. So it's like you always got to wake up in the morning and say to myself, who gives a fuck about me enough to call me and check and make sure I'm okay? Who gives a fuck about me enough that if I really did have to go to jail for whatever, white-collar crime, blue-collar, it could be any fucking thing. Your life can change in, in, in 2.5 seconds. You know, who's going to take care of me? Who's going to take care of my kids? Who's going to make sure that money is allotted properly? That's how, especially if you're 30 years and over, you should be looking at women, like not just to fuck them. You know, that, that's all great. You know, every, you know, anybody can go get, get, get some sex. What you can't get is a loyal-ass woman. That is the problem. And so what ends up happening is, is you guys start having these false expectations, and you don't have $2 million. You ain't got Gucci man money. So, no, you, you don't deserve a fucking Keisha K.R. I don't ask for what I am not. If I'm a business person, then, you know, I, I, I ask that the dude I deal with be business as well because at this point I don't even think I want to deal with somebody that I can't do business with because I need that level of trust. And I, because I'm a fucking spaz, I need to be able to say, you know what, I will walk away from this motherfucker, but we have so much invested not just in our relationship but in this building or in this restaurant or in this barbershop or in, you know, the things that we're doing online that I can't just walk away like that. You understand what I'm saying? There has to be something that's holding me there besides, you know what I'm saying, just you, because I don't think that a man's going to be enough to hold me in a situation to make me feel like I'm safe or that he's going to be loyal. A man will always be loyal to his fucking money. He, he might not always be loyal to me, but he's going to always be loyal to that dollar. So, you know, that just gives me a little bit of leverage. But if you're not dealing with a boss-ass female, then it's, it's you know what I'm saying, it, it, it's it's ridiculous for you to even ask you know where's the women at like that well when you give somebody two million dollars and you go to jail and you let her do with it that to me right there like that to me was the most endearing part because that requires trust 
You know what I mean? That requires, like, I know she's a hustler. I know she's from the street. She's going to get this money no matter what. And I ain't got to worry about her, you know, fucking with other dudes. Because you know what that would do to somebody in jail? They got to worry about their money. They got to worry about their girl. They got to worry about, you know what I'm saying? And to my knowledge, they don't have children together. So that's even more, like, I give her even more credit because she didn't have a reason to stay other than the fact that he held her down first. You know, and I was watching another video where a guy says, the female asked a question after about four or five months, you know, should should you, when you're dating someone, start going Dutch? First the fuck of all, ain't no going Dutch. After four or five months, if he feel like he want to pay for something, cool. If I feel like I want to pay for some fucking broccoli cheese soup, some lunch, cool. It doesn't really fucking matter. If you invite me, yeah, you're you going to pay. If I invite you, yeah, I'll pay. Especially if, you, if you're if you dating. That's the whole fucking, that's the whole point. You know, it shouldn't be that the man is paying every single fucking time, and that's part of the reason. And, and why are you always asking men for shit? You know, yeah, you definitely should be able to go to your man and ask him, like, if something's bad or going down. But, like, if I'm going to go to my dude and ask him for something, it ain't going to be for $100. It's going to be, can I get $800 to get my truck fixed? Can I get $1,000 to get my truck dipped matte black? Can I get, you know what I'm saying? And my birthday's coming. And I don't even ask for shit. I'm like, just take me out, show me a good time, buy me, like, you know, three dozen roses, and we good. You know what I'm saying? Because I like little stuff like that or books. Buy me a gift card to Barnes & Nobles or something so I could just ball out and go in there at the bookstore to add to my library. You know, what a lot of people, because I, I, there's really nothing else you can buy. You know what I'm saying? And it's funny because he saw a picture and um, he's like, what is this with the red bottoms ballerina shoes, a picture I posted on my Facebook? And I said, yeah, I said my actual Instagram name used to be Miss Red Bottoms. I said, I was wearing red bottoms like six years ago. And that's a fact. Everybody knows it. As soon as I got them, I'll put, you know, put them on the Internet, all the little boxes and shit like that. And then after a while when you see people and it becomes more and more accessible and then people are starting to knock them off and shit like that, you don't want to wear them. Now you want to be on to the next thing because I strive to be different from everybody else. So in me striving to be different than everybody else and to be treated the same, that's not fair. And that is one of the things that I hate about dating. You know, these men want you to prove themse- prove yourself to them, but it's like really what the fuck are you doing that proves to me that you trust me and that I should trust you? So I don't give a fuck if you want to date. That's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to be seeing other people and every time choose me. That's what you're supposed to do. But don't be mad if I'm out dating too. That doesn't mean I'm sleeping with somebody. That just means that because you're not, you know, paying attention or because you're not giving me the time that I need or that I require – I'm going to go date other people just like you're probably doing. And so men have become so selfish and thinking like, no, 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 I'm going to do what I want to do, and then she can't. That's fucking bullshit. I wouldn't even let a man believe that shit. So I'm going to leave the show tonight with one of my uh, fellow Cancerian, my uh, my uh, 50 Cent. Y'all know I love him. Him, Mike Tyson, we're all Cancers. Uh, let me see who else. Oh, Solange. Solange's birthday is the same day as mine, June 24th, this Friday. I might do a pop-up show this week just because I'm excited. I'm on vacation. I have not had not one drink today. I've just been sitting here drinking water. was feeling a little bit under the weather. But this song always makes me happy. If you find a good woman and she's a boss-ass woman and she's willing to hold it down for you and you're willing to hold it down for her, try to get to that level of trust because if you could get there, it's like you hit the lotto. 50. Uh, Bro, Timmy. I just hit the jackpot, got the right seven digits. Why call the ticket when I can come through the visit? 
It won't be long for a nigga get to know you right Show you right, couple hot spots we can go tonight I watched her, waist train proper Either it's genetics or she got the right doctor Drove lights when she moved, excuse me Make a nigga won't go sushi. I just hit the lotto, pull up to the bed, pop a bottle. Tell me what you want and I got it. She said she from Nevada, said she go to school in Chicago, but she wanna dance and she model. Girl with a body like that and an ass like that. Top it to the floor, bring it, bring it right back. You know I'll be on, baby, just like that. You know what to do with it. It's just the way I feel with you, baby. It's just the way I I just hit the lotto. I just hit the lotto. Jackpot got the right seven digits. I just hit the lotto. I just hit the lotto. Ask about me, I'm persistent, consistent. I put a hand on it and told her kiss it. She kissed it. I'm not the one that broke her heart, I fixed it. I fixed it. Type nigga running around, always saying slick shit. The kind of your right mind you can deal with. Hit my line at the right time, we can still sit. And sip on something, let the feelings out. When it's just you and me, that's what it's really about. The way I feel with you, baby. It's just the way I feel with you. I just hit the lotto. I just hit the lotto. Jackpot got the right seven digits. I just hit the lotto. I just hit the lotto. Jackpot got the right seven digits. I just hit the lotto. I just hit the lotto. You better believe that I got her. And the three right behind her, they said they wanna follow. So I grab another bottle. Showtime, no Apollo. <laughs> I know you catching the vibe. Tell by the look in your eye. Girl, you know why. We gon' get active tonight. I hit the jackpot tonight. I can't deny the way I 